listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, Business Coach at Relauncher. Lovely to have you all back here again. Today's episode is you and me, and we're freestyling. It's going to be a super raw episode. I don't have any notes jotted down. I haven't really thought about it. I am just going with the flow. And I love that. I love these kind of episodes. Uh, but what I wanted to talk about was how or what I've actually been doing in the lead up to the end of the year. Because I've been in business for so long. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's it's almost 13 years. In fact, it would be 13 years. I have found over the years that what I've done is I've fine-tuned how I have approached the end of year every single time, and I'll continue to do that. But every year, I'm like, oh, my God, that was really powerful. I'm going to do that again next year. And then I either do it again or I build on it or I evolve. So many of you that follow my journey will have seen that I have just gotten back from Singapore, and I've got to say, going away at the end of the year is damn fine. <laughs> usually, <clears throat> usually I am at brand events. I'm flying around. I'm so busy. And I just booked out of it this year. And I've got to say, so smart. So smart. Uh, so I am so chilled. Uh, I'm really, really clear headed. And it was interesting because I was in a gym class last night and the instructor was like, oh, I bet everyone's just exhausted and just can't wait for work to end. And I was standing there thinking, no, nope, I don't feel like that at all. And it's just so nice. But I have to say, in the lead up to going to Singapore, I did feel like that. I felt quite depleted and exhausted and r- literally running on, you know, the smell of an oily rag. But I don't feel like that now. So this is what I did. Went to Singapore, stayed there for, I'm going to say, two and a half weeks. I worked from there. But I I worked in a way that it was productive and it wasn't all day. And I also didn't do more than I actually needed to do. Now, where I'm fortunate, but I crafted this, I have the most amazing team. And they are so fabulous. They do not need to be micromanaged. The biggest thing is I need to make sure that the workflow is still going. I need to make sure I'm approving and giving direction and instruction where needed. Um, But essentially, the business operates in my absence. And I have to say, game changer, game changer. And this goes back down to the fact that, you know, of course, and depending on what your business is, yes, you need to start it and run it to begin with by yourself. But I made hires very early on in my business when I didn't even really need them. And that was really smart because I learned how to build a team in my own business. And that's very different to building a team in a workplace environment because there is skin in the game. Um, and I'm really glad I did that so early on. But but the point is, I have an amazing team. The business operates in my absence, but I still do need to, you know, clock on and be around. So that's how I worked. I obviously um, was speaking on the phone where needed, and then there was some new business inquiries coming in. But I wasn't encouraging any, any, any real growth while I was away. But it was good. It was good, and I got some new business through as well, which is great. 
So that's what I did. Um, and I just kept in my routine. Now, what was interesting, I've always been like a full-on routine and exercise person my entire life. This is not a new thing that came into my life, you know, in the last 13 years when running a business. I was brought up that way. I don't know any difference. My exercise is pretty full-on, let's just say that. Like, I would exercise, well, I do exercise morning and evening, in the morning, I do an hour. In the evening, I do two hours. Um, but then, you know, like on Wednesdays, I don't do in the evening. And on Fridays, I don't do in the evening. And on Saturdays and Sundays, I just exercise for a big chunk in the day, once a day. And then we'll go for a walk. But I've got a really, really clear routine. And I mix it up. You know, I do dancing, which I absolutely love. Salsa and hip-hop, I do... Matt Pilates, I do yoga, which is just normal temperature room, room temperature, and then also hot. I do weights. I do running. I'm just thinking what else I do. I do lots of different things, and I love that variety, and that's what keeps me engaged. So anyway, while I was away, I tuned or turned down the exercise mainly because I was just so depleted, and I have this amazing Chinese medicine doctor who um, is a client, of course. I, so many of my clients are actually my experts I call on because they're the best of the best. And she's in Melbourne, and it's quite interesting because she was watching me on social media one day, and she messaged me and said, are you all right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. She said, your eyes don't look right, Alison. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'm pretty exhausted. <laughs> so she ended up sending me herbs, which was great. So I got straight onto that, and then she said to me, Alison, no cardio while you're away, please. You need to rejuvenate. So I, I followed doctor's orders. Very good. I did yoga maybe like four or five times. But apart from, I went for a run right at the end when I was feeling good again. But I really just did relax. And I don't know if I've ever not exercised for that long in my life. And interestingly... I didn't get antsy over it. Like, normally I'd be like scratching my arms and climbing the walls, but I, I wasn't this time. I think that's a real sign that I actually just needed to do this. So bounced out of exercise for a couple of weeks. My morning routine. Okay, so this is super interesting. So when I'm in Sydney, my morning routine looks like getting up at, you know, very, very soon after five. I then go to the gym and do yoga or Pilates or whatever it is that I've got planned for that morning come back home, breakfast, coffee, quick shower at my desk, and it's just all guns blazing. And I, I have a really, really amazing friend who's made a huge impact on my life, and that person has reintroduced me into reading, and I have not read in a long time. There's been a lot of excuses for that. One of the excuses was my eyesight is not great and I spend a lot of the day looking at screens so the last thing I want to do when I've got time off is then laser into a book um, and secondly I would say I don't have enough time and then when I look at the book at night I'm asleep because I'm just so, so exhausted so what I've done is change my routine and I'm actually like rather than just like bouncing straight into work work's going to still be there work doesn't have little legs where it's going to run off from me the work is there. So I've actually, um, while I was away, was literally 
reading in the morning and I've brought that I'm doing that now that I'm back and I have to say it is the best thing um, I've been reading some amazing books the, the book that I read while I was in Singapore was how to think like a monk and the one that I'm reading now which I'm almost finished and I absolutely highly recommend both the one I just mentioned and this one it's called the courage to be disliked and oh I'm loving it. I'm really enjoying reading and I'm finding that reading in the morning is good because I'm alert and it really is just kind of like setting a really great framework for my day ahead. So give it a go. And you know, even if you just do 10 minutes, then that's 10 minutes. It's better than scrolling through social media for 10 minutes. And also I put um, my notebook next to me. So I'll write you know, what my thoughts for the day or reflection or gratitude or a bigger plan of what's going on. So that works well. And I've also kind of bounced out of caffeine. Um, I've been drinking decaf, but I'm, I'm now that I'm back, I'm actually kind of just alternating between them between the boat, between, between the two. And it was so funny, I was in Bondi, oh, let's say, I went there for a boxing class. That's the other exercise I do, and I love boxing in Bondi. And I went and had a coffee beforehand and was reading, and I, <laughs> I got a normal coffee, and it's the first, like, cafe coffee I had had in Sydney since being away, and, oh, my God, it was like rocket fuel. <laughs> you should have seen me on the bags. I was just, like, next level strong. So what I've realised is I don't know if I can do caffeine at the cafe it was, it's pretty strong after being off it for a while. So, yeah, I think that's decaf for me. So, as I said, I've literally just, I mean, I only have one coffee day anyway, but I'm just, where I can, I'm doing without it, switching and swapping and all that kind of stuff. So, those are two things that have worked really well for my morning routine. And I'm just finding then when I sit down at the desk, I'm not in such a frantic rush and hurry. It's like my whole approach has changed. And I think that that's a good thing. Um, I'm re-looking at my fitness guys so basically um, as I've just mentioned I do a huge range of fitness and I also think it's really good to mix it up so I am in oh, actually it's next week I'm going to I've actually got a friend of mine and we are going to try out a new sport I'm going to do the intro offer for two weeks um whether my friend likes it or not that doesn't matter but I, I i wanted someone to come with me to do this particular exercise this particular sport anyway i'm gonna give it a go see what i think if i like it i'll tell you about it even if i don't like it i'll tell you about it but for now it's between me and the sport and my friend <laughs> but I, I do think that it's really good to mix up your sports and I remember actually going through this process it must have been two years ago now and that's when I started dancing and I have to say dancing brings so much joy to me I wouldn't say I'm particularly good at it but I, I really love it <laughs> so have a think about what else you can do there's so many options for sport movement exercise and I think like it's very easy just to get in your routine and then not look outwards. So I think it's fine, you know, keep doing what you do, but maybe there's something else that you can add into your week to make it a bit more spicy and fun and also allow you to connect with a new community. 
Right, so another thing that I do at this time of year is, oh my God, I clear out things. So I have always been a minimalist, but I find with my job, I get sent a lot of product, clothing, just so much stuff. And and I love it. I, re I really, really, really love it. But over the years, you know, you just end up with a lot. Um, and so at this time of year, I always go through my office but usually what I do is I still hang on to a lot of things. This year, I'm, I'm really, I'm culling. I'm culling, baby. We're going super light. <laughs> so I, at the moment, if you could see me, in fact, I'll take a photo and I will put it up on Instagram. I am surrounded by boxes and, oh, my God, wrapping paper and bags and product and Oh, my God, just everything. My desk is just cluttered. Um, so I, I'm actually almost done. And I have, because I don't have time for this. I mentioned this on social media, actually. I don't have time for this. And I never will have. And it's actually quite a horrible job, to be honest. You know, like the end result is fun. The actual process is quite overwhelming for me. So I've just been chipping away at it, you know, like half an hour here, half an hour there, between clients, all that kind of stuff, wiping down all the shelves. So I should be done. I would like to think I'm going to be done this week, but I'm, I'm taking the boys to the Central Coast, so I might not be done. But if not, it'll be done, you know, when I get back. Almost there. But also my wardrobe. I am culling. I've got so many clothes, um, and I just want to really, you know, just fine-tune that wardrobe. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I mean, I've got some really, like, amazing investment pieces, which, you know, I bought in London, oh, my God, like 20 years ago. It's actually too big for me now, and I've been hanging on to these clothes and stuff thinking, oh, you know, like, they're just too good to get rid of. But I'm like, mm, my whole body has changed shape. Shape, shape, and yes, they're investment pieces that actually look really good, but they they actually could look really good on someone else that it's the right size. So I go through all of that during the Christmas holidays, the rooms. I yeah, as I said, I am lightening the load, and I am very much in tune with my environment and energy. So. I'm lightening the load, I am just clearing out, and I think that that is really going to clear my mind and also give me back energy that I have been, you know, missing a bit. So that, that's what I'm doing, and you know what, once you start these projects, it's like, where do you stop? I remember last year getting in that garden, and I reckon I spent 12 hours in the garden, and it just looked so amazing, but now I look at it, and we have a gardener that comes... Oh, only once a month, but still, I'm like, I need to get back in that damn garden these holidays. I don't know if I can invest as many hours as I did last time, but yeah. So, you know, give it a go. It's the joy that it brings once the project is finished and that sense of accomplishment. And it's such a great way to go into the new year. Uh, I'm just thinking, what else have I done? I think that that's about it at the moment. Some of you will know, I've launched a new business. I haven't done like the big kind of ta-da because I'm, I'm really waiting until the beginning of the year. But just to give you a snapshot, the branding looks amazing, by the way. 
The business is called Real Brand, and basically it's very, very similar to Sticky Studio in the fact that we're doing marketing, branding, collateral, um, but we've niched down into the real estate and prop- property developers niche and industry. And reason is we've actually been doing quite a bit of work for that industry already, and I just thought it would be a smart move to get really laser focused and really focus on creating beautiful luxury branding tailored specifically for that market. The website is schmick. I'm so happy with it. Uh, The URL is called realbrand.com.au and real is a play on real estate. I love Matt Bundov. Naming business names. Um, And I've got to say, like, all the branding fits so well in the family, you know, with Relauncher and Sticky Studio and now we've got Real. And I'm super excited. So the way I'm going to be marketing this, and I will go into this more with relevant clients is that I'm not really going to use social media to grow this business and interestingly I don't actually use social media to grow Relauncher or Sticky Studio and some of you will be like what but the way that I grow businesses is not reliant on social media I use social media to um, engage with my current clients and past clients and wider community. And obviously I put information up there. But in terms of like the business that Instagram generates for me, yes, it it certainly does. It certainly does. But it's certainly not the be all and end all. And it's not actually the number one driver of business. So with, and that's my approach to marketing. It's like you have, you need to have, different streams that are bringing inquiries and business in and so these people that just kind of develop instagram or tiktok or you know social media driven businesses i think all hats off that's great but that's just not my style so going back to real i am literally not really going to be using social media to grow that business so if anyone's looking at it you might be going oh that business is dead nothing's happening um i'm going to be using different styles of marketing that i haven't used in the past and i know it's going to work I know exactly what to do. I know exactly what I'm going to do. Um, So literally what I'm doing is I'm actually waiting until February to actually kick all that off. Um, So as I said, we're actually already doing some existing work there. But in terms of like building that business, I've got a really, really clear plan and it's actually not going to take me much to get that going. So I'm really excited about that. Um, business coaching is still the same. It's one-on-one and I'm going to be actually making that a broader offering beyond business coaching because I've just seen with the clients that I work with, a lot of them are actually wanting more than business coaching that actually goes into life and transitioning into different stages of life and chapters. And so I am going to be widening the net and looking at, um, well, not looking, but offering more like life strategy within and seeing how that fits into the business coaching element. So more details will come with that later on. But I but I do find that people, I mean, look, it can be any age, but just so commonly people in their 40s are going through these like new chapters in life. Um, and it's something that 
can be reflected in you know diff- so many different ways and can be a really really fun journey as well so stay tuned if you want to know more details just reach out but business coaching is still exactly the same as what we've done in the past as i said it works it's powerful and i'm all result results driven so that is great um now one other thing i just wanted to mention is finding an accountability partner. Now, this is something, oh my God, I talk about this every year. And interestingly, the topic seems to come up at about this time each year or, you know, like in October or November. And this is actually the first time I've spoken about it this year. I often look for is like business, nutrition, life goals or life swerves, fitness, sleep. All right. Um, so, and it just depends on what your focus and what your goals are, but finding someone that is aligned, um, and is a similar mindset to you where you can work out a way how to check in with each other, whether it's daily, weekly, or whatever suits you to just kind of keep you motivated and keep you going on the right course. It is so powerful and it can be really fun if you get the right person. I think the big thing to remember is that it is not a competition. It's not a competition. As competitive as we like to be, we might say every now and again, this is it is a competition, but I think the important thing to remember is that it is not. And it literally is there to, you know, help keep you on track and motivated and in some cases even surpass your goals that you originally had planned. And some people will have one accountability partner, some people will have multiple. It's just whatever works for you. And just as I said, work out a way that's going to suit you, you know, whether that's like via WhatsApp or Instagram messaging or emails or whatever it is, whether it's photos, sharing information, stats, whatever it is. You know, work it out as you go. But I really encourage you to to do that and just feel it out as you go along the way. But it is it's huge fun. Um, and if you're aligned, you find that your energy. I think basically, yes, you need to be aligned to your accountability partner. But more importantly, you need to be aligned with yourself. And you'll find that energy and, you know, your surrounds flow. So particularly in business in life or whatever it is your focus is. So find a, find an accountability partner. Give it a go. If it's not working, bounce from it. doesn't really matter, but you've given it a go. But you might actually be pleasantly surprised. I know so many business owners have accountability partners and they switch them around depending on what it is they want to focus on. But if you can find someone that covers all of the aspects... Even better. I mean, they're harder to find, but they are out there. So going forward, my focus, my focus for 24. And, I, you know, obviously I'll be back on. I don't know whether there'll be another podcast before. In fact, you know what? I don't think there will be another podcast. Now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I'm going to the Central Coast with boys. When I get back, it's like almost Christmas. So, yes. Okay. This is the final podcast episode <laughs> for the year. And the next one will be coming back in January how funny that we're just kind of we're on the fly this is so raw that I'm just realizing this actually is the final podcast of the year (laughs) so my focus for now and going forward is being spontaneous I love being spontaneous and I think that you know like when you're really aligned with yourself and you know what you want being spontaneous is actually not being flippant 
um, you can be spontaneous and know that decisions you're making just fits in your quadrant and you know that it's right. So that's me. I'm being spontaneous. I'm having a huge amount of fun. Um, adventure, I'm all up for adventure. Evolution, really honing in on my tight circle um, of support. When I say honing in, that doesn't mean leaning on them. Um, it just means being in touch with them and us all being being in touch with them and, you know, keeping communication flowing and enjoying the tight circle of support. We all need a community um, and how that community looks for you is completely different for the person sitting next to you. So do find your community, whether that's a big one or a tight-knit one, and just make it work for you. I think the other thing really is, and I have been I have been doing this, is enjoying each day and what it has to bring. And some days are far more challenging and there are far more learnings. But actually those days, they can be the magic moments which encourage you to make a change or take action. So there you have it. That's what I've been doing. That's what I'm doing in the future. It has been quite an incredible year, to say the least. 23. I've literally just come off the back of Leo, my eldest, doing year 12 last year. And now Hugo's just done year 12. Um, and it's, it's not very often that you have two children back to back doing year 12. Um, they, oh my gosh, they're, they're amazing. They're self-starters. I never have to say guys, you need to be studying. I haven't had to do that once. Um, and that's not spruiking them or me. It's just fact. Um, and I think that's probably a mixture of that's the way they've been brought up, but also them as individuals. So I'm, I'm super proud of them. Um, so next year will be a whole new chapter, not having any kids at school. I mean, how did I even get here so quickly? I remember starting relaunch, like relaunch a website went live the day that Hugo, he's my youngest, started, I think it's called kindy. It's like when they go to school, but it's, it's the, it's the year before year one, but they're still in uniform. I think they call that kindy here in Sydney. Can't even remember. Yeah. Kindy. Yeah, Kindy. We'll just go with that, Kindy. Um, so that that's when I that's when the website went live and now he's finished. I'm like, oh my gosh, wow. It's time to pick up that laptop and follow the sun for an for an eternal summer. That was part of my dream when I first started the business. So I, I'm really actually quite proud of myself for what I have set up. It, it has not been easy, I have to tell you that. It might look easy for some, but it, it's been full on. And I've really had to back myself and, you know, get out of my comfort zone. But I have to say, this whole process and journey I've been on has actually made me a really stronger, wise person. And I, would, I wouldn't change it for a heartbeat. I'm so glad I started my own business and when I did when I did it. But I think it's never too late either. Like if you're listening and you're thinking, you know what, I've always wanted to have my own business, but I'm not sure what, or I'm not sure when the timing is right. I really encourage you to take that leap. And if you need to do that as a side hustle, perfect. You know, whatever suits you. And if there's any way that I can help you, please do reach out. Um, I really thrive on business coaching. I absolutely love it. I will always do one-on-one -on -one business coaching. 
There is no doubt about it. I love it. Anyhow, guys, it has just been so lovely speaking in this raw format. I hope you've enjoyed the episode. And as we've just decided between us, this is the last one. <laughs> I will see you in the new year. Um, and, you know, stay safe. Have fun. Have an adventure. Read. Um, do some self-development. Reflection. And enjoy some time with yourselves. And really tap into your wonderful support community. If you don't have one, go and do some things. You know, go and do, I don't know, some volunteering. Get involved in sporting. In fact, that's another thing I'm about to do is to um, start serving in the community. We didn't get into that topic. I will tell you about what I'm doing another time because this is all very new. And in fact, I'm having a meeting about it tomorrow. I'm very excited. Anyhow, stay safe, everyone. I have loved... Um, working with you, talking to you, all that kind of stuff. Have a Merry Christmas, have a safe New Year, and bye for now.